everyone and it's me lauren your creative mentor um this is a podcast that was built out of frustration for art school not teaching us what we need to know to get a real job and so i'm gonna do it um i did this through a mentorship program with the aiga even though i'm not affiliated with them but um it's just something I saw a lot in the pandemic that people were frustrated about, and I'm going to tell you all the things that I know. So um, I want to continue on the emotional support month that we've all been partaking in this month with the podcast. We've covered dealing with imposter syndrome. We've covered being a creative in capitalism. That was a pretty abstract one burnout which I have to be really honest with all of you I'm currently experiencing but today we're going to talk about creating boundaries at work which hopefully helps us maintain our mental health especially during the pandemic when we're all working from home and yada yada and if you're watching me on YouTube you probably noticed that the background has changed a bit because my roommate has moved out amicably we were we're still friends um, and now I have my own office, so this is really cool, and that's what I've been up to the last couple of weeks, and, um, Brian, my administrative assistant, Betafish, is now in the background, and you can see him work, so that's fun, <laughs> but, uh, I guess, I guess we'll just dive right in, so I think a lot of people, when they start working, they don't quite understand that, uh, people don't get to just walk all over you. And I think we think that because, one, we're kind of shamed about being creatives, like, all through school or when you're at the barbecue or whatever. People are like, oh, but, like, what's your real job? Oh, but what are you actually doing? Well, the answer is, no, I do this. So um, I think it's just, like, a cultural thing, at least in America, where it's like, yeah, you can walk all over me and do whatever you want and I'll work late because the boss is working late and yada 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 and I'm here to tell you that that is not true so uh if you've been listening up to this point you know already that I am very much for the worker and it's your responsibility to have standards for your workplace and yourself because as creatives we guard the integrity of our work the most and so uh, to keep that integrity, we do, it's a lot of emotional labor for us. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of processing. It's a lot of human energy. And so I don't think that that should be any different when you actually go to work. And maybe you go to work in an office or you're online like I currently am in, in an office environment from home or um, you're on set or things like that. And I will say like uh, theater work, lighting work, photography work is a little more abstract because you're at the mercy of elements a lot. But I'm saying if you have a desk or you partake in meetings or things like that, um, creating boundaries at work is more important than ever because uh, we need that work-life balance because now that we've pretty much questioned our existence within capitalism and how you fit in society, and how our work fits on social media, and monetization, and all of the stuff we've talked about up to this point, it's kind of wild to, like, have it keep going, like, this keeps going, these are topics we still, like, dissect all of the time, 
But I'm here to remind you that um, brands and corporate entities, uh, they're entities. They're not humans. They are run by humans, but um, they don't care. (laughs) Your boss and your manager should care and your teammates should care. But as far as like policy things that are on paper, there are some laws that protect workers. Um health and emotional well-being in that way but it's few and far between so there's a lot of opportunity in setting a precedent when you start a new job and like for me for example um i will work within the core hours that are outlined for me i will not work late unless the project really calls for it and it is not a common occurrence um i typically like to show up early and leave early personally but you know, (coughs) oh, excuse me, but, um, this is what I mean, like, when are you available, when are you not, every single day for lunch, I block off my calendar so that nobody can meet with me, because it's not my issue if we need the entire team to meet for a reason, and no one's available except for lunch, um, we'll pick a different day, and, like, that's kind of what I mean by setting boundaries at work, um, you know, not everyone's problems cannot be yours. And if you let them be yours, then you are going to be stressed out. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's striking that balance of getting your work done, balancing your life, proving yourself, but not like running yourself into the ground. Everything we do as creatives is just a way to balance what we do. And your boundaries at work is really no difference. And if you volunteer to do it, you will always do it. Maybe something popped up. Maybe you know, the boss needed a little extra help here and there. I'm not saying don't be helpful and I'm not saying to like step up to the plate. I'm saying find the habits uh, that people like tend to have and like just don't let it be your problem. I'm not a librarian. I'm not a secretary. I'm also not an octopus. I can't do eight things at a time. I would love to be able to do that. It would make everybody's life easier. But, like, this is what I mean. And so, like, find the things that are your non-negotiables that aren't in your job description anyway. And I'll say a little dose of reality here is, like, staying within your job description, especially as a creative, is something that just doesn't really actually happen. It's there to guide you through, like, this balance, essentially, Like, you're gonna have to do things outside of your job description, and you're gonna have to partner with people you didn't expect to partner with, and you're gonna have to, like, do weird things for the sake of the project, regardless. So, you can't be, like, too strict about that, but, like, for me, for example, like, working from home. I stop answering emails after 4.30. If it comes in after 4.30 or at 4.30 or a couple minutes before 4.30, I don't need to open it. I don't need to worry about it. Nothing I do in the design world is so time sensitive all of a sudden that that matters. And then I have 30 minutes to kind of wrap up my day, make my to-do list for tomorrow so that when I come into work the next day in my office, in my house, I can just kind of ease into the morning. I don't open the laptop and go, bah, 
oh, there's a billion things I gotta do, and I don't know what I did, and I left all my windows open, and I, this is chaos. I'm starting a chaos at 8.30 in the morning. Like, you can set these little boundaries for yourself. After my status meetings in the morning, they're like 30 minutes, maybe an hour. I walk away from my computer for 15 minutes. I just go talk to Eleanor, my chameleon, or I just bebop around the house. I just don't do anything. And then I come back. And I do have my work apps on my phone, but they do not notify me. Maybe Slack does because a lot of conversations are really casual in Slack and my coworkers do not bother me after hours. So they're also respectful of me in that way. And like these are like the things I'm talking about as far as like balancing and um, boundaries and things like that. And like, you know, you kind of build your little working emotional ecosystem and people kind of get hip to like what you're putting down and and how your time works and, and what your availability is. And if it's reasonable and you're getting your work done, then nobody really notices and nobody really cares because it also goes back to the everybody's worrying about their own work day. If your boss doesn't know where you are or the person managing you doesn't have an answer for what you're up to that's a problem. But, you know, I just want to let you know, like, you can do these little unannounced things in your workday to keep yourself sane. Because quite honestly, the eight hour workday there, there's definitely a lot of work, but you don't need to work for eight hours straight. Five or six hours of work really gets like productively done unless you're like overly busy because there's not enough people on your team to do projects and stuff. That is a thing that happens and can affect work-life balance. And like that's also like a problem you're eventually going to run into. This isn't always going to be perfect. This isn't always going to mesh within like your situation. But I just want to like give this strange permission I think we all need to create these boundaries. Because I think something we watched growing up, I'm speaking as a millennial, growing up I watched my dad who was like an executive dude always available always on the phone would get calls at 7 p.m at night would get a bunch of email notifications and then when we all got iphones our house was dinging all day phone call message email like i could hear how busy (laughs) my dad was it was ridiculous And I think there's an entire generation of worker out there who's just like fine with that stuff. And if they're fine with that stuff, I am totally cool with leaving them alone so long as they're not putting that expectation on me. I will be there. I will step up. I will be available. I will get my work done. But I will do it within the time frame I'm being paid. And that is it. So... I just think that that's like an important thing nobody really says and I think a lot of new workers get really nervous at their first job and don't know that they can do that and I do think that there is a little bit of a trial period we all have to go through to prove we are reliable and that we are accountable but after a while like you can kind of feel where you relax and you wax and wane and you find your groove in your day and then you just become really good at that and then you're happy your work is managed everything's fine but there are some things that can like prevent that from happening and one of those things is just not having enough people for how much work and that will inevitably happen to you it happens to everybody and um something that like 
is tricky in that way is even if you can step up to the plate, if it costs you four more hours after work than you need or than you normally would work. So let's say you would just work late. If you're working late every single day and you're working through lunch every single day or more than three times a week, a majority of the time you're at work, then your system is failing you. And I feel like we aren't aware of that. Sometimes you have to let things fail. It's not because you can't do it and it's not because you're not capable of doing it. But if if the trade-off is everything is important, you have to do everything now and you're working late a majority of the time, that's not fair to you and you should be paid for that time. And a lot of places don't like to pay overtime and a lot of places are salary, which is fixed income, and you don't get paid for that extra time. So that is something I want everyone to kind of keep in mind and watch out for because that's not normal behavior. And if your company tries to trick you into thinking that it is, that's a toxic work environment. And those things sneak up on you, man. Like toxic work environments suck. I've worked in a few And I'm telling you, like, if you stick around in it, and I know we are all kind of in a strange position being in the pandemic, being fresh creatives, people of my experience are competing with with college kids, lack of experience, like, it's kind of a mess out there. I'm going to be very honest with you. But that doesn't mean opportunity doesn't exist. And that doesn't mean that we don't get to have a high standard for things. So if your job is tricking you into... Doing things that don't feel right or making you work late because you have to be a part of the team and you have to be agile and we're all a family. If it's causing you distress and you can, uh, you got to get out of a toxic work environment because until it happens, you don't know how much that affects you emotionally. And, you know, I talk in a Discord with a bunch of women that I've worked with in design for like years now. And a lot of them have taught me a lot of the things that have gotten me where I where I am today in my success. And we talk every single day and we were bonded over this really traumatic work experience that we had at the company I met them all at. And it's it's I'm glad we have this like sisterhood about it, but like the way that the trauma of the toxic work environment has carried through our working life has just made us so personally distressed. It was almost like a bad relationship. And even to this day, it's like what? Three or four years later, I think it's three years later, we are all in completely different jobs in completely different companies in completely different work cultures and being paid way more than we were at this other job. And to this day, we all still have little pop ups of like weird worry that's like it, it, it sounds crazy and we know that it sounds weird. But it's because we worked in a really toxic work environment for me a year, for them like five or six years or a year or two. And like when you find yourself in that position, I just want you to be aware that if you feel like you can't talk to your boss or the company is just sucking you dry, which some of them do. And and I think a lot more are getting hip to that and they're not doing that so much or we're 
all demanding, like, this isn't how we work. We don't have to work this way. Work smarter, not harder. There's some, like, really weird people out there who own companies and manage things that, like, do shit like that. And it's a real bummer because that's another reason a lot of creatives leave the workforce and just go do, like, some customer service job or retail job. It's because how toxic work environments can be. And that's not unique to a creative environment. That's all working environments. So I just want you to be really um, savvy about that and aware of that. And I just really want to inspire that like we should have this standard for our workplace that we have for people in our life because we bring a lot of integrity to the design field and the creative field. And that should be respected because it's what's going to move the needle forward. And it's going to start mattering a lot more than it quote unquote used to from a business perspective. And if you can find yourself a leader who believes that at a business level, like just chill out there for a while because they're a dime a dozen, I'm finding. Well, does that mean that there's a lot or not? I think that... A dime a dozen. That means that's a lot. I'm trying to say there's not a lot of that that I have found. So if you find that, it's like a little hidden gem. We'll, we'll use that. So um, that's tricky. But I just, I really don't want you to feel like you have to compromise your health for your work. Because that sucks. And I've done more of that than I have not. So like... I definitely have a little bit of workaholism. I mean, <laughs> I do this podcast, I work all day, and I do like two other projects just to fill time. I'm a project person, but um, even at work lately, like there's just so much work to do. I find it very hard to peel my sa- myself away from my computer because there's so many things I could just do. And sometimes I just get up and leave everything where it is and then I come back and just get like sucked in in a way I'm like not ready. And then I get stressed out and then I get like a little bitter Betty about it. (laughs) And like that's a me problem, you know, like the reality is, is there's a lot of work to do. And the reality is there's not a lot of people to like help do the work. And the reality is, is the time frames are all on top of each other. And so like, what do I do? I have to remember, I am not a mind reader and I am not an octopus. I can't tell what someone is thinking and I can't do eight things at once. I'm only one person, which is something a manager of mine would also remind me of a lot. And so when you find a manager that remembers you're human and reminds you, hey, you're human. You can only do so much. It's okay. Like, We're not going to penalize you because we know you can only do so much and I'm the leader. And if anyone else has a problem with that, like then they can let us hire more people or give us a bigger budget or get us this to or get this to us sooner. And that's also like great when you have a team that can back you up or help you pick up the slack like that. And that's also why through this mental health month, while you're considering yourself, I think a lot of creatives really underestimate the ability to like build relationships at work. And I also think that a lot of school and culture and TV are just kind of like, oh, an office job sucks your soul or and it's like it's an incredible networking opportunity too. like I work. 40 hours a week with the people who understand how important what I do is because they do it, too. 
And when we're all pissed off or stressed out or whatever it is, we can kind of like vent to each other in a way where it's just like, man, what is going on here? And like, honestly, that's like worth its weight in gold because what else am I going to do? Just scream to my fish? Like, no, that doesn't do anything for me. And so you have to balance that too. You can't just be like bitching and being shitty for no reason. Like, just like, man, crazy weather we're having. <laughs> but I think creatives really, really, really like underestimate like the politics game. And I use the quotes, not that you could see them. But the politics game is just like getting in front of people, talking to people, being human at work, interacting with others. And I think just because it's business or marketing or corporate or whatever it is, people feel like that's like silly and dumb and pointless and like, oh, I hate office politics and brr, brr, brr. Because it was painted as this like shitty picture to us in movies and stuff. And I just want to tell you like, those are the people who get you, you know? There's a camaraderie to creative work and you have to be able to guess what the note is and critique each other. And there's this like little contained creative universe within you guys and and setting boundaries within how you work and setting boundaries with like your other partners at work. Like, you know, creative does stuff for marketing, does stuff for other people and like, you know... You, sometimes you have to let the system fail because you need another designer and no one will believe you until you go, well, if we had another person, like I could show you X, Y, Z because we're all not, we're all not going to work till seven. Like that's dumb. That's not how this works. So <laughs> I just kind of want to give you this, this creating boundaries thought to keep going. And if you're like me and you just like have a really hard time peeling yourself away from the computer Finding little breaks or little schedules for yourself might help. Like I have a reminder every day in the late afternoon going, have you taken a break in a while? Because then it'll pop up as like a 15 minute reminder and then I can wrap up what I'm kind of doing and just, oops, and just go like walk away for a second. Or I can have like a virtual lunch with a coworker and just like talk about design and art. Or I can take... 20 minutes away to just go mess with my reptiles and feed them bugs or whatever I do. <laughs> but I think because I'm a drawer, like I will do a huge ass drawing in one sitting. So I think that's why it's hard for me to peel myself away from the computer. But or watch like YouTube or whatever, like break up your day, especially if you're working from home. This is your house. <laughs> Like, if I know some of you have offices in your bedroom, and I know some of you are stacked on top of people in your house, whether you have kids or not, or you live with a roommate or whatever. Like, it is tough out here to, like, keep our sanity. And I just want to remind you all, the pandemic stunted all of us. It stunted business. It stunted our personal growth. It's stunted our career growth. And that is really frustrating. I'm feeling it right now. I'm so frustrated and I'm trying really hard to not take it out on my job, not take it out on my coworkers, not take it out on the people I love the most in this world, not take it out on my friends, but I'm also alone in my house all day. Where do you put that frustration? I don't have the answer. Just treating people shitty is not it. So... <laughs> 
So like, I get it. This is tough. And it's very weird to see my coworkers on a screen every day, see how casual we all dress, see where they live. I mean, I'm nosy. I love seeing that stuff. But like for me, I don't know if I always feel like I like them to see into my like little world or whatever like it's a boundary thing and then that goes back to this exact subject it's a boundary thing you know I don't mind showing my house to Instagram but I don't want to show it to everyone else that I work with the creatives on my team can see my background but I like blur it for the rest just because I'm more comfortable for whatever reason that way and these are also like little bits of boundaries that are nice to just consider for yourself and think about so I just want to let you all know it is fucking weird right now. (laughs) And if you're starting a new job or you've been at a job for a while or you feel pressure to like stay late and you don't want to and things like that, hold your habits to the same standard you hold your work and hold your job to that that standard too. Because... (laughs) Designers aren't lazy. We are constantly engaged. We are thinking all the time. We're taking in the world all over the place. We're looking at how things are made, why they're like that, what the story is, how that was designed, what was thought about, what team came up with this, what conversation, like, we'll be on a train, we'll be in a car, we'll be standing in line, but we are thinking like that all the time. So don't worry about it we are not lazy we are just thinking and looking all of the time and we're just trying to figure out how to manage our time like everybody else and I think a lot of people who do not do what we do thinks it's fast and it's easy and it's like a cakewalk but if they saw how much work we did if we could quantify it to show they would be astounded at how much we do And so I just don't want anyone to guilt you into feeling like you're lazy because if you're a designer and you're in creative, you're fucking not. You are thinking and looking and collecting all the time. So protect your time. Do what you enjoy. Take a break. If you're like burnt out or you're angry or you're just like dealing with your own shit that day, it's okay to walk away for a second. Just Be as available as you can. A lot of people are pretty understanding these days. And if they're not, fuck (laughs) them. Because we don't have time for this. We all almost died last year. We're all trying to get vaccines. It's ridiculous, dude. And I think sometimes business and the structure and the company culture and yada, 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 I think they can forget that pretty easily sometimes. It's really easy to forget when you get really like caught up in the business and other people don't have good boundaries at work. That doesn't mean that should affect you. (laughs) I try to friendly reminder, we're still in a pandemic. I can't just go to Wisconsin for a shoot. I can't go on a set with five people. I just like, I just won't do it. I won't do it until there's a government mandate or a business level mandate that we all have to be vaccinated or whatever. There are no rules. So you can't tell me that me not going isn't a big deal. I'm not going. So (laughs) just, it's okay. It's a weird, weird time. I had another thought I was going to say, but I really cannot 
remember it now. So I'll just kind of do this outro. Maybe it'll pop back in my head. So hang out for a minute. Let's see if it comes back. But that's mainly like the main point I wanted to bring to your attention because people forget we're in a pandemic. You see the world going on as normal when personally, I don't think it's time to do that yet. Um, And it's just, it's just a weird time. And I don't have a lot of answers either because the workforce is kind of up in the air. You know, how to manage your career growth during this time is a little weird. Stuff's changing, churning, moving, but it's moving, which is a plus. So, uh, set your personal boundaries, take care of yourself because someday we are going to be the managers of these people. We are going to be the art directors and the creative directors and the seniors and this and that. And we're going to have a whole other strange responsibility to the generation of worker below us. And I want them to have a better working experience than I have had for the last eight years because I've had very up and very down scenarios and there's not a lot of regulation that really protects a lot of people. So let's strive to kind of shift it to be doing better. And something that can be done better is taking burnout super seriously and respecting people's boundaries and letting things go and taking care of ourselves and protecting what is important to us. So oh boy so much easier said than done but you can do it I can do it and you can do it and it's just a matter of practice so that'll conclude today next month honestly I'm still kind of working out the like common theme um I think I'm going to talk about working styles working for different kinds of people like old school new school get a little a little more in depth about the politics game quote unquote in office culture specifically um, and how that can set you up and what some of the realities of it is and what some of the lies of it are um I think we might even talk about like art school maybe that'll be later I'm not sure Uh, I also want to talk about how we talk about what we do because you're only as good as your pitch um so I don't really know kind of what theme that pulls into but I'll come up with something I'm working on it um and the workbook should be coming out by uh this week sometime because this is the last podcast of um April I think we're in um so it'll all be about mental health some nice reminders I'm gonna put some like tips and tricks on like how to help yourself like set yourself up for boundaries and like you know just kind of little bullet point reminders to just kind of keep it calm keep it cool keep yourself together and start developing the language for what you need and how to take care of you um so that's kind of what's in the works and again uh you can follow me on tiktok the creative mentor that's probably how you found me um, I want you to head over to my Patreon. Uh, I'm still working out the tiers a little bit. Um, I've been helping some of you with your resumes and your portfolios, which has been really fun. Um, I love that stuff. And you guys grow so fast. It's ridiculous. And so I'm happy I can help there. But um, it's a little more demanding than I had expected. So I'm trying to find a way to like help everybody the most and you know, make sure I don't work till midnight sometimes, (laughs) though I'm happy to do it. You can find me on LinkedIn. 
Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My full name's Lauren Versino, and all of that's over there. Uh, but yeah, head to my Patreon. You can get these podcasts a week early. You can listen to them all there or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch the videos there. Um, any resource links are there. All of that's there. Um, some of that's paid. Most of that's not. I think people think Patreon is just like automatically a subscription. I put some stuff out there for free. I try to be as free as makes sense. Um, but I do try to pay my condo fees with helping. So <laughs> uh, I'm not selling out. I promise. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. We've established. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. And I hope if you were feeling weird, you're feeling better. And I will talk to you guys next week.